This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is AMI Audio Live, bringing community events closer to you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back inside the Ryerson Madame Athletic Center. There's Mike Ross shaking the puck as we're just about ready for puck drop here with the Low Vision and Development Division game number three, which is about to get underway in just a few minutes' time here. I'm also joined by Mike Ross, as I previously mentioned, as he was shaking the puck. I'm also, I'm also welcome, <laughs> welcoming in the Neutral Zone panel. So, Brock. Good uh, morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Brett, welcome back. Good morning, Jeffrey. And Cam, I think we have to situate uh, Mike Ross between you guys. Otherwise, uh, there might be a fight because I know sparks were flying la- at last night's broadcast. Somehow Brett ended up beside me again today. I don't know if I can Yeah, I- I'm, I'm probably going to have to move down and shift my mm-hmm. way down and uh, come between you guys because I don't want any sparks to fly. <laughs> so I hope you guys got a good night rest because we've got a pretty good uh, lineup here coming as I just mentioned, the low vision and development division game coming up. Team Yellow already on the ice. Team Black uh, should be making their way to the arena pretty soon. Uh, but a pretty uh, awesome series of events coming up here today as we are also going to have the bronze medal game going your way at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. And then that will be followed by the open division gold medal game between the gold and the black team. And now that one is something to watch. Uh, we've been talking about it for the past couple of uh, days, especially yesterday with uh, the likes of Jason Yuha, who I've already dubbed the MVP of this tournament. I think you guys have How already... many times do you have to say that? I, I'm just saying, because I picked it out right from the get-go. I'm not going to toot my horn anymore, but... Uh, oh, yes, uh, you just, will. Just saying. Yes, you I'm will. Just, I'm just putting that out there. So, uh, But with that black team, um, they've got some serious firepower, too, with Anthony Chula and... Mark DeMontis scored an incredible goal yesterday from the blue line that went top shelf. So they've got some serious firepower as well. I want to throw it open to you guys. Uh, Brock, I guess we can start with you. Uh, if, if you want to just tee up uh, what you're expecting for this gold medal game between Team Black and Team Gold at 11.45 this morning. I'm really expecting a really close game. I think uh, Team Black's going to come out with uh, They're going to be hungry. They... They lost a game yesterday that really, if bounces went different ways, um, you could see um, the score being different. I'm expecting Tuhula uh, to be really good today. Um, we'll see. It's going to be a good game. I-, I see Mike Ross is shaking his head. Uh, you have something you want to say about that? I disagree. <laughs> I think Team Gold proved yesterday that uh, they are head and shoulders above the rest. And in Team Black, let's face it, the, the games that Team Black won uh, in the uh, preliminary round, they came from behind. They were tight games. But the minute that uh, there was real offensive power against them, they didn't have the answer. And uh, that's why I just look at Team Gold between the offensive power that they have, the, the really good passing game, and their goaltending. I don't think anybody can touch them. Brett? We've determined in the history of this sport that goaltending steals championships. Yeah. So I am looking for Lauren Weber to have a big day today. Going to have to. Going to yeah. have to. because I mean, aside from Anthony and, and what he could do offensively, mm-hmm. there's nobody on that Team Black that really can skate with him. And that's such a big part of being able to score goals is being able to transition and, and have the, 
that sort of seamless offense. If you're constantly coming into the offensive zone and having to stop to make that clean pass, it's a problem. It's it, Everything just slows right down, and, and it kills your offense. And that's the thing. Their right? transition game coming back isn't good enough yeah. uh, to keep up with the other team, so their goaltending needs to be top-notch form. Yeah, and I think that's why the goal team is uh, just a, a little bit better is because of the skating and the skill that goes with it. So it should be an interesting game, that one going at 11.45. And realistically, if you're going to have a chance as a Team Black, you got to put two guys on Jason Yuha yeah. if you're going to have a hope. Uh, you got to stop him. He's got speed like nobody else in yep. this tournament. So, and, and I, I think they've got the perfect guy to put on him. And I, I would pretty much say to Mark Demontis, who I, I uh, when I was interviewing him, he was pleasantly surprised to, to to hear that I called him a peasant on the ice, and that's basically what he is. He, he sort of gets underneath the skin of opposing players, and I think they've got to do that and maybe put him on on Jason just to uh, slow him down uh, just a little bit. But I also want to uh, look forward to the Team Yellow versus Team Red in the bronze medal game. And uh, I know a lot of these athletes are going for the gold, but uh, bronze isn't as bad as well. But there's also certain spots open for that Team Canada position as Team Canada will take on Team USA in October uh, for that first ever Canada versus USA series of this blind hockey uh, sport. Um, so, guys, I think there's still a ton to play for especially for uh, the likes of Kelly Serbu, those types of guys on Team Yellow and Team Red. They've got their fair share of offensive firepower that they'd like to see go to that tournament in October. Uh, guys, still lots to play for. Absolutely. And again, like I said yesterday, nobody wants to go home fourth. You want to you get that medal. There's, there's a lot to play for. Team Canada is part of it, but you want to get that bronze medal as well. Absolutely. I, I think that... My mentality heading into that bronze medal game would be try my hardest. And I was when I was interviewing Kelly Serbu yesterday after uh, their win in the second game, uh, Matt Morrow popped by and was sort of joking around with Kelly saying, hey, I mean, there's still hardware up for grabs. I mean, you don't want to go leaving here empty-handed in that fourth position. So uh, I'd expect them to come out with some serious firepower and uh, come out to really prove a point and obviously try to make that Team Canada roster. Um, and guys, as we're just about underway to get puck drop here at this first game, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this low vision and development division series. I feel like from last year, there's a huge improvement, the progress that has been made, obviously, even in, in the tournament in general, 100 players, that's way up from last year. So I want to get your thoughts on uh, what we can expect from this game. I feel like every game, there's been sort of some gradual improvement heading forward here as we go into game number three. Yeah, absolutely. I think Team Black with Amanda Proven uh, from the Toronto Ice Owls. I think she's been a really good player for Team Black, so you've got to really watch out for uh, her today. And then also uh, Zach Robinson, as far as Team Yellow, I think uh, that's a player you have to watch out for, and uh, Zach's with the Edmonton Seahawks. So And Cam, I, I know you're a huge fan of Randy Cameron as well. Well, obviously, you know. <laughs> I uh, wonder Cameron, why. Cameron, so, and I love the team that he's with, the name, uh, Calgary Seeing Ice Dogs. Like, beautiful name for a hockey team. So, yeah, Randy Cameron, I hope that uh, Randy Cameron's able to um, mix it up today, get uh, some goals, and uh, hopefully, you know, uh, does well for Team Yellow. And, Mike, I want to get your opinion on this because I know you've been doing the color commentary for the Open Division game, so you've sort of had a chance to... 
observe from a fan's point of view, what are your thoughts uh, about this low vision and development division series? I, I just think based on what I've seen from this division and what I've seen from the uh, children and youth division and the conversations I've had with people who've been part of blind hockey for many, many years, the future's bright. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to just sort of envision what things are going to look like five years down the road for this. And I can't help but think that this has got to be a para-sport. This has got to be taken into the Paralympics um, because the, the quality of the hockey is on par with any of the para-ice hockey we currently see. And granted, it took a long time for sledge hockey to develop to the point that it's at now. But I think there's a, I think USA Hockey getting involved is going to give Hockey Canada the kick in the pants that they need to get this this going and really get behind it 100%. And speaking from a sledge hockey point of view, that's the key right there. USA Hockey took hold of their sledge hockey program yeah. and you, uh, Hockey Canada was forced to get involved yeah. because you know that rivalry. Hockey Canada always wants to beat USA Hockey. So at this level here, if that, if that happens, then, then uh, Hockey Canada is going to be it, coming up, knocking on the door yep. for Canada Blind Hockey and saying, we want to get involved because we want to beat USA Hockey. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. 
Find Soul of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.